Welcome to Brownlow Bar, where we discuss Brownlow, footy, beers and bets. Round 18, fixtures completed. Boys, thanks again for tuning in, everybody listening. Tybo, Nev, how are we? Good, mate, good. Video again. Yeah, mate, we thought we'd just double down on it, hey? Go again, Tybo. Two in a row, well, this is what happens, you know. We we start winning these best bets, you know, and we want <laughs> want people to see who, whose face it is that's fucking glum because they haven't tipped one all year. <laughs> <laughs> Quick shaft here. But uh, anyway, we'll glass, uh, mate. Well, do, have we spoken about the round of footy yet? Because it was a good one. Oh, well, I'll tell you what. Let's go through the summary right now. North. North have North. had a win, boys. Um, the Suns have made things very difficult for themselves to make the eight with mm. the loss on the weekend. And uh, Richmond, they might just be too many weapons short now. Is that fair? That's probably a fair assumption. Yeah. Knocked it on the head, mate. Reasonable summary of the round? They're just ageing. Yeah. I mean, well, they're just the injuries, mate, in general. So, But aging. I guess you're saying that's ageing. Yep. So. 100%. Yep. Part and parcel. Yeah. Fuck a few blokes here at the bar. The Suns boys, um, they're still in the hunt, but just uh, it's pretty harsh to cop that, isn't it? As fans that have high hopes for them making the eight still, and then to lose that. to a team like Essendon, who uh, obviously are playing better footy now, but form team, yeah, um, yeah really. Well, uh, after being so good, the Gold Coast winning some really, really close games that, and, and having a really good season. To throw a game like that is very disappointing. Yeah, 100%. Um, and, and North Melbourne, let's talk about it quickly. Uh, might North. be a highlight yet, so I won't, I won't go too deep. Is it is anyone's highlight tonight? It's not exactly, no. Okay, well, let's no, talk about exactly. it. not exactly. No. Good win. Yeah. Fuck good on them. Great, great to see, yeah? How good was it? 100%. For, mate, for really the good. comp itself, for North Melbourne in general, massive. How massive often, thing to occur. How often do you see it after a coach is sacked that they win the next game? It happens in every yeah. sport. Yeah. All the time. Every sport's the same. same. Yeah, 100%. Um, anyway, Ooh. we're about to move into schools out, but before we do, we've got another beer tonight. Uh, Tybo has uh, supplied us with a bit of a... Uh, what do you got for us, Ty? Mate. Yellow cat piss here, but it looks, but mate, yeah. what do you got for us? <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's not a 4X gold. A it is 4X. a Brick Lane Brewery, um, One Love Pale Ale. So uh, she's gold uh, on the outside, probably gold on the inside as well, but... Uh, Probably the slogan is get too. together one love. So let's fucking drop this baby on the floor. Cheers. Let's crack on, crack boys. on. Oh, she doesn't smell too bad, lads. She doesn't smell too bad at all. But uh, here we go. Right, good. Yeah, fellas. So, couple of topics I want to touch on this week. Um, first things first, obviously a little bit of Brownlow chat immediately. Um, loving it at the moment as we're getting towards the pointy end. Hitting Brownlow stuff first. Top five in the Brownlow um, is pretty much hasn't hasn't moved, hasn't changed for us as a bar really. Just um, just actually, altered a little bit. It was a little bit quiet this week in the I top one or two. Yeah. Um, but what I want to know from you is the top five's fairly fairly concrete at this stage. Just a matter of order that's going to change. Who's in the box seat for you? What I mean by that is wow. across the last two weeks, let's say Andy Brayshaw been quieting down a little bit. Lockie Neal. Not doing huge things. That beer, not so good, mate. Oh, you're <laughs> right when you mentioned cat piss earlier. <laughs> oh, oh, we'll wait for the rating oh, at the end of the show. Pretty yeah. But first impressions, no good, hey? I did tell you it wasn't any good. So, Lockie Neal, yeah, like down a little bit. <coughs> yep. Certainly on disposals. Um, Cripper, I mean, he's still in my five, but yet, really, he's been stagnant he's for quite a while. For a long time. Mm. And Clayton Oliver, currently out with a busted hand. How do you weigh up from a poor man on the couch watching on without having a tally in front of him? And you were to pick between those, who's in the box seat? 
Oh, it's uh, it's Brayshaw and Neil. I think are the the two top. Like Oliver's just coming off a broken hand, broken thumb. Yep. You know how much you use a thumb if you if you bang your thumb on something, um, dislocate yeah. your thumb. And you you feel it, it every time. You're like shit. I use it that much. Um, you go out and play again. It's gonna hurt a lot. So, um, someone who's in and under like him, it may affect him a little bit. Lockie Neal and Brayshaw though, no injuries. Um, I'd, I'd teams say have found a way to quiet them yeah, at the moment though. Well, this week is Brayshaw's probably first down game really. Um, Lockie Neal though's had a tag the last couple. Yep. Probably struggles uh, to shake the tag, doesn't he? Yeah, teams are starting to figure him out a bit. I think. So to answer your question, without sitting on a fence, I'd yep. say Brayshaw's in the box seat. All right. No fence sitting around, Nev. And and we haven't looked at the road ahead. Like we're not going to get too deep into it. Yeah. It's just from the outside looking in. First impression of what's happening at the moment. It's tough. So that's why I just want your your generalised view on yeah. it. I mean, like, temperature check will be up probably next week again with Ty. He'll give us the real awesome. road ahead. So, but um, right now without the road ahead, who's yours? Uh, my tally says Brayshaw, mate. But I just think he gets forgotten about over there. Um, which may could be a good thing. Might mean he might slowly sneak up, mate. I still think. Oliver's a bloody red-hot chance. Um, they said if he'd had a healed right, he would have been right to play. So, obviously, it's probably not... I don't know. Yep. I don't know what's... If it's just a little fracture, I don't know how much that hurts compared to a jarred, like a dislocated thumb or something. I don't know. But yep. Fair enough. So, mate, you, you think he, Oliver's still actually... He, ha- he just turns up. When he when he plays, he gets three votes. He doesn't get the one or the two that often. He's generally... Yep. When he has a good game, he's the best on park. All right. Oh, but, but you've currently got him sitting second, yeah? Um, on top. I've got him tied second, I believe. Okay. I've got a sneaky, <coughs> sneaky right. smoky in there. Fair enough, mate. Um, yeah, look, I'm with you. I, look, Petraka's got his opportunity with Oliver out. He even had it on the weekend. For me, he didn't get a three vote. Petraka, sorry, he's fifth for me. That's the only reason I mentioned his name. Um, Cripp is still too stagnant for me, and Walsh is still doing too many things. And uh, look, I actually think Brayshaw and Oliver are probably slight favourites ahead of Neil for me at the moment just because of the way teams are treating Neil yeah. at the moment. They do have him worked out. He's not... He, he's definitely more vulnerable. He's more susceptible to having a quiet game at the moment yeah. uh, if teams shut him down. I think Brayshaw will still get ignored with the tag sometimes and Oliver's injuries are concerned, but he's on top for me already. So yeah, okay. keeping him and Brayshaw in the box seat, unfortunately for me, I've tipped Neil, but I have him probably third in line at the moment yep. with the way things are going. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, boys, interesting. Um, the Will Hayes tackle... On the weekend, I want to know first of all what you thought of it. Is two weeks the right call? If if you know the one I'm, have, have you got a video about. of it there? Uh, I haven't. I should, probably should have prepped you for this. Could you, could you tackle Neville and show me what it looked like? Yeah, you may. Yeah, <laughs> mate. Honestly, I don't really remember it. Oh, fair enough. Honest. I was worried this might have been two a bit weeks of a though. Must have been. So I I'll tell you what, Something you, you look it up, Ty, yeah, very mate. quickly, I'll and, and I'll discuss it, and um, I'll, I'll listen. Yep, for sure. And I'll just, <laughs> and then you can watch it, cast your eye and see it. For me, mate. So I was bewildered that he got two weeks for this tackle. Uh, I really was. For me, the tackle itself had absolutely nothing wrong with it whatsoever, apart from the fact that he tackled him without having possession of the ball. He thought he had possession of it, it spilt out, oh, and then he tackled the him. So I totally understand that the free kick was awarded. Free kick was awarded for uh, for him tackling without possession of the football. Is this is this a tackle? Yeah, it was in the Cats game, mate. Well, I, I just didn't realise that it was a thing. So for me, before before you before you give input, a concussion resulted from it. Put Menegola out for the game. My opinion is, if he wasn't tackled without the ball, say he had possession of that and was tackled, I actually don't even think a free kick would have been awarded in that instant. 
And if he was not concussed, I don't even think the MRO would look at the tackle because I don't believe there is a sling action in that at all. He fell awkwardly, landed on the back of his head. Honestly, it was just the way he landed that caused it. I just think it was a genuinely an incidental one. And yet, because it led to a concussion, it felt like it had to be analysed. And he copped two weeks for that. At a minute, at absolute most, I thought one, if you had to do something. But if he doesn't get knocked out for that, my opinion is if... If, no, mate, that, if, he, that's if there's zero, no concussion zero there... Zero weeks. Look, yeah, the question is, if there's no concussion there, does does he even... Does yeah. he even... No, he doesn't. Get a week? He doesn't, doesn't he get so, suspended? So he's a tiny little dude. They're, you know who needs to you know, go nuclear on Nev? is fucking Carlton's uh, team that let him get two Cop weeks two for weeks, that. Yeah. Because he's a tiny little dude. Right? We'll just Many it. goals, a big guy running in front of him. He couldn't see the ball. He saw the ball come down into what may have been his yeah. hands. It was for a second. And he's pulled him down. Yeah. Didn't didn't sling, didn't do anything wrong. Um, that's nothing. Well, that's I've, no I've, weeks. That sort of should not be a fine. It shouldn't his even own, be a fine. His own body, because his legs come out from under him, is what's whiplashed him into the ground, agreed. So, yep. Anyway, we'll look at it again a bit later after the show. But honestly, I just couldn't believe it. it all year I've been saying how well I thought the MRA's been this year, and they've been very consistent. And that one there for two weeks... Blew me away. I was yeah, couldn't believe it. So I felt for young Will Hayes, who's trying to revitalise his career. Obviously, uh, okay. Last one, or no, second last one, I should say. What's Buddy worth? He wants seven eight hundred thousand. He reckons. No, fuck that. Um, I wouldn't first pay. First of all, for, hang on. Two yeah, tier question yeah, as right, always. Good. I'm a pain in the ass. That's true. Uh, what is he worth? And is his value depicted by which club he potentially goes to? And, and if so, even then, what's his highest at said club compared to other club? It's probably worth two and a half bags of dog food. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, he ain't worth shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Far out. Yeah. Ruthless. Yes. Can't stay on the field for a whole, for a whole year. Had a good year this year. <laughs> some some would say. He's still in the race for True. Coleman. And he, and he also loves a suspension. Yep. Who doesn't? What's he worth, Nev? Answer the fucking question. <laughs> yeah. I don't really... I don't know. I, I think don't, maybe 400000 well, for a year. If you were a club... You're going to sign him for one year. How much would you... Sign him for one year. How much would you pay him to sign for a year? Mate, I wouldn't pay him much more than I'd pay... I, don't, I, I really don't... I, I All right. Let me answer the question. I'd pay him $400,000. Get away from this fence. He's definitely not worth seven hundred. He's not worth five hundred at Sydney. But you say, if he's going to go to a new club, you say, all right, here's $400,000. We'll have you for a year. You can be a marquee. You can be a marquee. It may be. five hundred. may be. You also do have to remember if, the revenue he'll bring to the club. Exactly. He's a marquee player. He's just come off a nine-year mega deal. Um, anyway, I think he should go back and, to Hawthorne. And the amount of assistance he can give a young... Forward group is it, enormous. Exactly. That's in why I think opinion, he goes opinion, back to Hawthorne. That's where he actually gets his most value for me. And helps Mitch Lewis is, as a second uh, tall forward there because he's they're going to learn so much. Yes, Kaczynski as well. They <coughs> learn so much off of him. And if if players say, oh, we're just going to go to Franklin, those two get off the chain. If they don't, Franklin gets off the chain. It's a win-win, really. They go to Franklin. They're getting Lewis all that. bags at seven, doesn't he? Exactly. Without him. Yeah. Imagine with him there. That's another... Especially if they pick him up for the right price. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you and, what, I'd and like to cheap. see that. Finish and and it's a finish at yeah. where he started, so... What would you pay Josh Bruce? I don't know. 
Josh, yeah, how yeah, old is he? Potentially. That's what I mean. Yeah, they're probably similar. Yeah, yeah so I know what you mean. Yep. I actually think Josh Bruce signed a pretty big deal recently Initially, at the Dogs. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I totally agree oh. with this. I think, I think it definitely is deciphered by by whether or not it's a bottom team that picks him up, has interest in him, or a top team. Mm. So I thought probably those top 12, looking at the ladder, those top 12 teams, obviously and above, um, I don't think he's probably worth more than 400, 450 a year. Mm. The, bo- the the beautiful thing for the bottom sides is if he's only worth that to them, if they genuinely won't come to the party uh, for more than that, it makes him thankfully less value for those bottom bottom feeding teams. Mm. But if I'm probably in the you know the bottom uh, six or seven sides in the comp right now, um, I, I would say he's probably still worth over five hundred thousand under six, probably anywhere between five hundred and six hundred thousand mm. for one year. I think I think North Melbourne could do with him for a year, a hundred percent for five to six hundred thousand. I think uh, Essendon would be in the same boat. I think they could do with him just to have another tilt into the eight quickly to gain a bit of momentum. I, I think he could be worth six hundred for one year just for what he offers. Mm. What he's done this year is, is lifted yeah. his price considerably. He if could was... still kick your club mm. fifty, potentially sixty goals a year if he was to play every single game this year. We, we know he might mm. not next year either. But I just think for those bottom feeder clubs, a marquee player like him who you're not going to pick up a key forward like that from any other club, mm. realistically. Yeah. They're going to be paying more. So yeah. if you want someone that can probably still kick 50 goals in a year, you might still be paying 600, and it's actually almost cheap for what he can bring yeah. to the table. I don't know where you're going. I'm so, on the other side. Yep. I think that's a lot of money to throw. And a risky player. For one year, just for one year's worth of, I don't know, revenue. Mm. We, we don't know what, yeah. um, what Tex Walker signed for. He signed for a year. Uh, that would be interesting, but I think yep. that he would be worth more than what Buddy is worth. I agree. I would agree. Yeah, uh, they're both in incredible form though this year, so definitely Perfect. worth it if they want to have a quick stab. Yep. Hmm. He yep. should have snapped no, up, enough. and that's what it's like. He like, should have snapped up Sydney's base, offer though. of five hundred k. So what they offer five hundred? Yeah, yep. and and his wife is his uh, manager. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking stitch up that yeah, is so. for for Buddy. She says you're worth like, a million, no, no, no. babe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. I want that, that maybe, one. Maybe in the cotty is. <laughs> I want that, that bit of All jewelry. Right. Um, boys, we need to double down on this one. It's normally every two weeks, but because I stuffed it up last week royally, we're going again. Oh, one we go. year, three year contract and sack. Okay, this week I'm concentrating on ball gatherers. Mm-hmm. But so uh, hunters and collectors, but hunters and collectors that seem to be in and out of their best 22 at their side. So. Who are you giving one year, three years, or who are you sacking out of? Braden Fiorini, Matt Crouch, Lockie Hunter. Ooh. Okay, I'm giving Matt Crouch one year. Yep. Sacking Lockie Hunter. Oof, yep. And I'm going all in and giving Fiorini a red hot crack in the middle because he hasn't had one yet. All right. Well, I'm going to sack Fiorini because... Yeah, he sucks. Um, Lockie Hunter is going to get one year at another club and three years go to the other fella. To Crouch. Crouch. <laughs> I forgot him. <laughs> you know, yeah, time. Matt Crouch. Yeah. At another club also. So three years for Crouch. Yep. Who's your three years? Fiorini? Oh, wow. Okay. So and you've I'll got Lockie Hunter. You've got three years to Lockie Hunter. <laughs> I think he's got the most diverse skills of the three for me. I think he's got the best skill set. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a beauty. <laughs> 
Um, Classic. Milwaukee does. Um, all right. I'm giving Matt Crouch two years. The bloke that gets that much pill, he, he can't tell me he doesn't influence enough games. Oh, sorry, one year. I've tried to slip him an extra contract. And I'm sacking Fiorini. Um, yeah, good. Me too. Yeah. It, it, it's tough. It's always tough, this one. So I feel, feel bad about that. He's the youngest lot. He's only 24. The others are 27. But... I don't know, that growth had to have taken off a bit before yes. now. He's still he's still as good as he's been for and he's still playing in a pretty poor team compared to those other two and he's getting left out, so yeah. Yep. 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 So yeah. Plenty of years left. Holy hat. Alright, mate. It's time for you to go nuclear. What's No, I was meaning we're gonna have that again this week. Because it shouldn't be this week, but it is, because I stuffed up last week. <laughs> I'm doing All it right. twice in a row, mate. He's starting to get cranky. Doing it twice in a row. All Here right. Here he goes. Greedy bastards. That's what? Greedy bastards. <laughs> what have we done now? <laughs> I'm not just talking about you, boys. <laughs> I'm talking about Bailey Fridge. Oh. Mate. You don't like him. Breakfast off a child. <laughs> <laughs> Dog. Yep. Mate, tell you what, if, if Gorney didn't rip his face off after the game or something like that, then, yeah, I don't know. He better come out with no hair or something. It's garbage, mate. Absolute just rubbish. Ball hog. Mm. Demons aren't very much a team orientated team. And he's like, I'm better than, I'm better than you boys. It's all on me. I don't need you. It's mm. disgusting. It's not just him, though, is it, Nev? It's those dickheads that turn around on the mark. Like, who's that lion? Oh, Did it a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did yeah, too. Yeah, he that, yeah. that was a given. Got his passport out of the toilet. <coughs> oh, uh, French, that looks bloody German or Austrian or something. He's probably gone over there. Oh, far out now. <laughs> Piss him off. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Get him home. It's just rubbish. It's a 10 game. Mm. Um, Brownlow. Yeah. When you're playing a game, it's... Fair point. He could take those shots if he's if he's in top three of the Coleman right now, couldn't he? Because you can understand him wanting a bag of a couple, but mate, far out. You can't, mate. Oh, you definitely could. All right. That is... Oh, that's, that's enough, nuclear. Meryl. That's nuclear for the week. Far out. All right. Jesus. Time to slip into our highlights and our lowlights from the round, well, boys. Well, since Nev's so happy, wasn't he? Take us off. So, go on, Nev. Cool. I didn't see this. So, what happened? This is for you, Nobs. Not John, no. No. <laughs> I do believe they were behind him, yep. We said it was sad last week that he that he left, but it maybe had to happen. I don't know. It, the back of that club looks like it's fucking shit. Didn't have to happen. But, but yeah. Uh, it was just, that was good to see. Yeah. Mm. A bit of praise to what the coach had done. And say, this is for the new bloke. Yeah. I, I didn't mind that. So, yeah. That was behind that. Yeah, sweet. Cool, mate. Yeah. Uh, Ty? Yeah, mine was partly the Kangaroos' win. But uh, it actually goes out to the Kangaroos um, 
social media team who I tagged you guys in it on Facebook. Um, they put together a, a scene from Big Daddy, the movie with Adam Sandler, oh. and their kids going going crazy. Kangaroo song, kangaroo song. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Are you kidding me with this shit right now?" And he puts it on, and they they photoshop the team singing the <laughs> song on the song. on the screen on the TV. instead of the stupid kangaroo thing, <laughs> and the kids dancing away. And Adam Sandler's there, and he's like, "Are you serious with this shit?" <laughs> it was funny. Oh. It was good. If you haven't seen it, it was look the it funniest up. thing. It was a laugh. Um, cool, mate. My highlight. Um, oh, now I nearly fenced that. Nev could have been two. Cosy Pickett was pretty close, but he didn't get it. Um, Sam Draper's goal. I just love it. I just love a bloke with genuine passion. Like you know, I love the Rat Eater. Uh, Tommy Papley. Mm. Um, he is probably a rat eater too, I, I reckon. I love, I, love, I, love his, I love his ability to celebrate. But um, Sam Draper, he wow. he's a hard worker, but he doesn't have huge highlights in games. But when mm. he does, God, he gets the crowd up and he lets mm. them know about it. And did you see the goal I'm talking, speaking of? He's a gun. Erupted from the mm. centre bounce, snatched it straight out of David Swallow's clumsy little tackle. Handball over the top. Sprinted for the oh, palm off, sorry, fend off, then handballed to his teammate just inside the 50 yard. Asked for the one two back, got it back, shit his pants when he realized someone was still in front of him. Put a little goose step on, fended him, and then check side through the goals and went off like he just won a granny. <laughs> it, it is 100% a goal to you, Norm, and it'll be up there. So, um, no, nah, it was pretty special. So, big drapes, loved it, mate. Good shit. So, my lights. Bring it down a peg. Let's go, Neville. Oh. oh. Don't go nuclear. Two blokes in one night for the second time this week, Nev. Oh, here we go. Rough. Jack. Oh, because he so many. Pretty sure they're cousins. Oh. Well, they would have lost by, by what? Everyone's allowed it down. Twenty-four. He, he'd be one of my most trusted. Eighteen set shots yeah, in the comp uh, too. <laughs> Righto. Fair play, mate. Jesus. Fair play. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Um, Milo likes. I think he's good on that. Milo. <laughs> That's enough, Nev. Over turn. That's enough, Nev. Um, Milo light is, and I'm going to label it. The Ginnivan Witch Hunt. Oh, I've had dog. a fucking gut full. I've, no, I've had enough of the witch, hunt, the witch hunt after him, mate. Some of the shit he's copying, and I'm not talking about the media and the press. I'm, no, I'm talking about the way he's treated by umpires. Take your Collingwood beanie off, The mate. way he's treated by umpires. I'm not a pie fucking fan. He's, a, the way he he's is a fucking rat eater. Umpires. Did you see the holding the ball decision that he got pinned on on the weekend? Yeah, Dove at the ball. It. 100% wanted to, wanted to probably try and drag it in. Completely missed it. Went under him. Went behind his legs. Taylor Walker grabs it in. Taylor Walker even missed the fucking thing just quietly. Held it against his ankles. Ginevan's like, I don't, just so you know, I don't have hands on the ball up. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's no, you have Still, to get it out. No, that happens no, no, no. to everyone. Though. You do not have to get it out unless you actually had possession of it and dragged it in. Oh. He never once, he never once, yeah. never yeah. once had the ball. So he never once dragged it in and he never once had possession of it to have to be able to get mm. it out. And it was, and the worst thing is, from the umpire's perspective, 
every single goddamn person in that fucking stadium and on the ground and the other umpires could all see where that ball was or roughly where it was located and the fact that he never had possession of it and he was blowing that whistle every day of the week mm. for holding the ball. I, I know, and I disagree. Dead set bullshit. Treat everyone the same. Rules yeah. are rules. Um, understand if you think someone ducks, that that means that you've just taken your opportunity off you for prior for high tackles. So mm. that's fine. Can that shit. But everything else he does, mate, not yeah. everyone is pinned in that scenario. I disagree. I think they are. And, and it is. Nah, not that one. The whole thing not is that, that he dived towards it. And so umpire probably just thinks that he's dived on the ground towards did, it. Did you saw it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mate. see it's held to watch, his leg. You just got to watch but, it again. It's, but it's horrendous. It, it doesn't matter. They, they see him dive at the ground. They say, you got to get it out. And they say that, you got to get it out. And if you don't try, only like everyone dra- knows, all of these guys know, right? They all know that they have to meet, at least make it look like they're trying to get it out. Even if they definitely can't, he, they, he they don't had, have it. He had his whole body tied. He was on his knees. Yeah, I with saw With his it. whole body in his hands. Exactly. But, not but sometimes people hands. dive on it. <laughs> I'm not. It's completely <laughs> You're a flog. So, Put it this way. So, people dive on it all the time. Let me just say this. People dive on it all the time, and they do the same thing. It gets stripped out. Someone else has got it in a tackle, and they lie on the ground. And they're like this, on their believe, belly with their hands up. Do you and they believe, say, you got to get out, but they don't. Do and that's when they get pinned. Do you if Patrick Dangerfield was in that exact scenario? Not I reckon I've good, seen him get done scenario. exactly yeah, that way before. Would, would, if it was Patrick Dangerfield, would he have been pinned in that scenario? Yes. Okay. Well, I that's think right. so. Well, at least you stand up for your statement. Yeah, and I've so, seen it. I've seen it before. I think pretty much the same. All right. I reckon it's scenario. way too much for witch hunt on him, and mm. they just need to fucking umpires need to umpire the game, and not what the media is portraying a player to be like either. Because right now they're blowing the whistle on certain players over certain demeanors, just based on what the fucking media's perception is, and it's not good enough. Mm. An umpire needs to be unbiased and umpire the game exactly how he sees it, and they are not doing it at the moment. What happened now? He's done no. No. Mate, they have sent out warnings to clubs saying that if your player shrugs, ducks, there will be no free kick played, no free kick paid. That means any shoulder shrugs whatsoever. Yep. So Selwood's probably retiring this year. Gentlemen's <laughs> <laughs> mate Selwood have an early retirement. <laughs> They still give free kicks for first well, and footy, though, right? And to be fair, so he'll get to plenty. Be, to be fair, ducking, ducking was always once you duck, that was your opportunity yeah, for they, a high tackle off. So. Yeah, and it's now. it's because they don't want someone being knocked clean out, yeah. like yeah, what you said the other week. No with the head. Yeah. Flop. Hundred percent. Yep. Mm. Yep. So uh, my low shrugging, light shrugging, By the way, shrugging the shoulders won't change anything because people genuinely, like you said, Ty, in Selwood's defence, a lot of people will shrug that shoulder actually just to just to get that guy to slip off the tackle. Mm. So and and a lot of them are going to still do it because they're not actually they're not actually chasing a free kick. They are just chasing someone to slip off so they get free of the tackle. So. But, but I'm glad, yeah. But I'm glad there's no free for it. Cause, mm. yeah. Sorry, mate. Yeah, yeah. No, that's all right. Would thanks you thanks for having Ginevan, me, boys. Mate? Yeah, because he's a flog. No, it's not. So my low light, boys. He's not going to retire this year. He's in great form. Um, but it is the Gold Coast Suns. We spoke about him earlier. Um, they just choked. They if they win a game which they should win uh, on what they've done this year, 
they are sitting in the top eight or very like tied with points at the moment. Um, so they sort of let that one slip. I still think they can get in there, but um, they've fucking made it hard for himself. So disappointing to see. Yep. Yeah, the Richmond loss keeps them in the hunt too. So, mm. but yeah, it's a worry. Beautiful. All right, it's time to get to the newsroom, boys. Neville. Who? Josh Kelly. Far out. Oh. That's bullshit. It's not good. He's a big team leader player. <clears throat> He's big for our team leader, multi. I know that. <laughs> um, concussion pro... What did you say? Concussion <laughs> protocols. So did he get levelled? So he got levelled. I didn't see that. Oh, I had high, high levels of intoxication over the weekend. <laughs> I missed more games than I normally would. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Who posted videos? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Ooh. Hopefully, what, when did they play? I think it was an early game, wasn't it? it was against On Saturday. Anything around concussion, they're nearly going to miss a week. Like. Whoever it was against, so, like, what is it, seven days, I think? Oh, Giants yeah. played Lions, mate. Yeah, so that would have been Friday. Yeah. Friday night. That's what I was surprised yeah, so, I missed it. So, when do they play this week? Saturday, probably. I don't oh, know. Maybe. Irrelevant. At the end of the day... Yeah, might be right. Yeah. Um, they played Saturday... And they play on... What's more... Sunday. Relevant. So that he'll be right. When's Clayton Oliver back? It's a test, it's a test he said. Mate, he'll play. He, was a, he, was a, he went on the plane to Darwin. Mm. Like the week just gone. And they just ruled him out because they just wanted to make sure. Would you play immediately? If, put, it, put it this way. If there's tenderness in it, would if you're in his position, Brownlow Hunt and all that, because there's no question he'd be aware of it. Yeah. Or, yeah, but... Or, I don't know. How many injuries have you had in your time, Nev? I'll tell you what, oft, often playing, often playing that one week earlier means you miss the next three and then your Brownlow's fucking good riddance. So, Mate, they said he, as they were you'd want to know it can cop a whack, they eh? Mm. Did they operate? Yeah, that's They operated on it. And what did they do? You don't know. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Let's hope. So, well, I've had a yeah, fractured thumb once. They're, they're going to have to be and careful. They can do anything for it, but constantly strap it and keep it. And every time mm. I bumped it, I could just bump it walking past this bar, mate. Yeah. So, it, all it takes is if they've got a, a cut in there to place metal in, he um, could easily split that open, dehiss the wound, and piss off straight back to hospital and get it sewn up again. Like, it's. Uh, Resident nurse, resident nurse. I don't think it's yeah. good for him to play. I'd, I'd give it one more. I'd, I'd just start uh, set him out for the rest of the year. Let Andrew Brasher win a Brownlow. All right, uh, <laughs> I would not. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <coughs> Coleman chat. It's been a few weeks, boys, and it is time we got back into it. Um, yeah, we're going to get straight into Coleman chat. Uh, so, what we've done this week, we've pretty much whittled it down to the top five in the Coleman race at the moment hmm. are all that we think can win it. Yes. That's fair. And it's a top six, uh, really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, because there's a couple of folks tied there for the fifth position. So, uh, so the top six guys we're concentrating on, Charlie Curno, Jeremy Cameron, Tom Hawkins, Aaron Norton, Max King, and Peter Wright. So this is just to give everybody out there listening um, a bit of an idea as to how they're going moving forward. Everyone looks at the Coleman 
uh, race towards this time of the year. And they all hope for that little bit of value of like, oh, shit, he's been killing it, Peter Wright at Essendon. Like, he could do it. Like, who says he can't? That's huge value. So we've dissected every single one of these players. They're road ahead. How many goals do we think they'll be on for you at home? And you can decide for yourself whether you think that is a good option or not to have a go at Peter Wright for the Coleman or whether you're best just to uh, parcel your coin up and dump it on one of the top two, uh, or one in particular. So, boys, Nev, I'll hand over you first. You did Charlie Kerno first? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, all right. Let's do that. All right. Well, I took the bottom two. Well, two of the bottom two. So, Max King and uh, Peter Wright I took. So... Max King, first of all. Uh, Peter Wright, first of all. He's technically the bottom, I guess. Uh, two of his upcoming teams uh, have kept him goalless earlier this year, right? So as much as these teams, Collingwood, North Melbourne, GWS, Port Adelaide, Richmond, seem like a really, really good run home for a key forward. Uh, Port and Richmond, who really you'd think you kick goals on, both kept him goalless earlier in the season. So that's not good for him. Uh He's he's currently on 45 goals, is it? Ah, oh, 42 goals, sorry, the bottom. Yep, 42 goals. I see him kicking four goals. I'm going to give him four goals against Collingwood. I think he can bounce on them at the moment. Uh, four against North Melbourne. I think he will have a day there. GWS, going to give him the benefit of probably only two. Yeah, I just think he probably cops Sam Taylor. I don't know who else can possibly really he goes to except exactly. So... Uh, he's just going to get nullified pretty well there. Port Adelaide, I'm giving him the benefit of two, despite the fact they kept him goalless last time. And Richmond, two as well, despite the fact they kept him goalless last time. And the only reason I'm giving him the benefit there is because Essendon are actually playing better footy. So, I, um, yeah, I have him... I, I just... I think uh, he ain't winning the Coleman, no. There's but no I do, Brownlow either, I do right. have him kicking goals on even the teams that kept him goalless, and that's just because he's going to get more supply than what he has been... I mean, start of the year, he was still managing to kick fours on teams, and Essendon were playing shit house footy. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so I give him 14 more goals on top of his tally, but unfortunately for Peter Wright, it's not enough. That lands him on 50, 56 goals, which is only three more than what our current leader's on. So, mm. if you did think Peter Wright was a sniff, uh, you're not sniffing anything there, guys. Uh, all right. That's right. Uh, Max King. Um, everyone has everyone loves watching Max King play footy let's be honest but uh, I've said in the past he struggles to have a bag of four uh, in his artillery he's now lost Paddy Ryder or St Kilda themselves have lost Paddy Ryder okay he's out for another four weeks there's only six rounds remaining uh, at the end of the day or oh, five is it remaining sorry five um, rounds that's yeah, it yeah it's scary isn't it how good um, so the fact Paddy Ryder goes down means Marshall won't play forward alongside him much at all anymore he'll have to play solo ruck once that happens, these defenders just flock to King. They already flock mm. to King, which is why he can't get more than four in a game. And I just see his uh, his next month being bloody hard work. So I think he can kick kick close to a bag against West Coast. I think he'll still nab three against them just because they're, they're really poor against key forwards. St. Kilda, two goals. The Cats, he's going to struggle. He's going to cop young De Koning. Mm. He's going to pretty much nullify cooked. him. I'm giving him one goal. I would give him zero. The Lions, I'll give, I'm will give. i going to give him <laughs> two. Um, and the Lions are a little bit depleted at the moment, but they'll probably be all right by then. And then the Swans, I'm still only going to give him one. The McCartan boys are playing too mm. well at the moment. He's just going to get swarmed by the pair of them, probably. And 
Max King, honestly, good luck to you. Mate, you're a talent, but... Yeah, no, I'll give him 9 to 10 goals going forward, which actually probably lands him under Peter Wright. So... Mm. Um, yeah, unfortunately for Max, he only he only lands on probably fifty four goals there. So, oh, sorry, fifty two goals. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah, um, I'm not on them, boys. Stay away from the uh, those two guys. Good idea. Yeah, I've got um, Norton, Aaron Norton. He's uh, on forty two currently. Um, he's back. He's oh, he's been pretty pretty poor for the year. Yeah, he's he's done a couple of good things here and there, but he's just uh, hasn't been good enough. And the yeah. knee injury that we say plays up a little bit. It's obviously something there for him to be missing a game here and there. Is it? So, or, or it's in his is mind. It? Or is, way, is he playing it up because he's not playing as well as what he thinks well, he can? He's still missed footy, mate. He's got Bruce out there now, uh, which probably helps a little bit to free him up. But I don't think that he's um, anywhere near what he was last year. Uh, he's got Dees. I'll give him two goals there. Lever and May up there. Um, uh, a brick wall. Hard to get through. Um, he's got the Cats the week after. I was going to write down zero because Deconi's going to kill him. But uh, I've given him one. Um, did you did you guys see on the weekend Deconi kept the reigning Coleman medalist to yeah. zero goals? Harry McCoy. Yeah. Should be the fucking rising star. Anyway, Dockers, another great defence this year. Uh, he's going to get one against them. And the Giants, uh, four goals, I reckon. He'll uh, have a break there. Um Bruce is there, I think, will provide some kind of shade for him um, to get away from Taylor. Um, and then the Hawks, uh, I've got him kicking three goals. I don't think the defense is yep. that uh, that good. They're, they're good at sort of running out. Um, Sicily there with the, the long boots in, but um, I think, again, yeah. with Bruce in there in the team, it's going to free him up a bit. Uh, so 53 goals for Norton. Yes, so he's oh. uh, probably not going to win it. Wow, he's only there as well. Mm. Who else have you got there, Nev? He is, he is yeah. yep. So he's got 45 currently. So, his run home's not bad. He's got Port, Dogs, he loves them. Saints, Suns, Eagles. Mm. Yep. It's not a bad run home, right? He's got Port first. I've got him kicking three against them because I think Cameron's the, the goal kicker. Mm. And he's always been the most selfless yeah. of those two, hasn't he? Hawk had a good start to the year. Cameron's just shat on him the last three, eight weeks. Would that be fair to say? Yes. Oh, he, he's been better, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know about that, but he's been better um, at kicking dogs, goals. Against the dogs, I've got him kicking four. <laughs> and the reason why I've got him kicking four is because, obviously, it's him and Cameron. That, and that's the benefit of Hawkins, Cameron... Top mm. three. Who are the defenders at the dogs anyway? Keith. Exactly right. Alex Keith. Yeah. Alex Keith's excellent. Is that uh, it? But like, yes. Yes, <laughs> that's it. Alex Keith will go to Hawkins. That's fair. They'll feed him. Still healthy. Um, it's, I think he averages right now. I think it's two point nine, two point six is his average. So he's, kick, he's going to be kicking above his average coming home. Mm. Only gets him fifty nine goals though. Okay. 
All right. I've got Jezza. Speak of the devil. Now, um, he's on 49 at the moment. Same run home, obviously, as the Tomahawk. Um, I was pretty conservative, though, with him. Um, I've given him, and you say conservative, but I've given him three goals or more in each of the games that he's playing, and that's conservative. Um, so, Port Adelaide, we've spoken about. And their defence, the Cats, I think, have worked out their defence really well against Port Adelaide, and they've, uh, I think, last game they both kicked... Um, a handful of goals each, Jezza and uh, Hawk. So I'm getting him three against them. Dogs, we spoke about only Alex Keith there. He's not going to run with Jeremy Cameron. Then I don't think any full or any key defender can run with him up the ground. Um, and when he gets it on the run, similar to Buddy in his heyday, he can he can launch it from wherever he fucking is. I think so. Keith will be one of the better ones that can actually. But I actually still think he might end up playing on Tom Hawk because <laughs> mm. um, of the physical size. So I've given him three against the Dogs, um, three against the Saints as well. Their defence, uh, without uh, Dougal Howard at the moment, he's out injured. Um, they they don't have that big guy. Carl Wilkie. Yeah, yeah, and he's coming off one of his best games. But um, but Jezza again, I think will be too good for them with three goals. Um, Gold Coast Suns, Gold Coast Suns. I've given him four. I think. Uh, their, their defence is actually probably one of the best of the ones that they have to play against, but um, they've lost a few with injuries as well this year. Stuff's around with their, um, their structures. It, it's, it's Hawkins. It's got to be Hawkins. He's got to stay at home inside 50 is where, um, where he plays, Collins. So four goals against the Suns. And then the Eagles, the run home, I've given him six goals. It's a bag and a half. It's what do you call a packet. Because <laughs> no, that's a bag. It's a bag. A sack. Santa sack. Santa sack. So, however, Santa that can be anything. Up. That last game, um, when he won the Coleman a couple of years ago, uh, last last round he kicked seven in the last round because they say this guy needs some goals here, and we'll get him over the line. Yeah. And they just fed him, fed him, fed him, fed him. The Cats are the most selfless team when it comes to this. They've yep. had competitions before who can get the most goal assists in a year. Um, Hawkins, Stevie J back in the day. Um, Hawkins has led goal go. assists for fucking years. I guess the other thing for him. the poor bugger is West Coast will finally be playing even better footy by then and they'll restrict him more than what mm. we think they should. But yeah. um, but you're no, right, they're going to feed him. Yeah, he's going to have the footy on his fucking melon. Yep. 68 goals. To finish the season. Yep. Yeah. All right. And potentially conservative. Not for a little while. Yep. He's got a four goal lead. Clubhouse leader. Clubhouse leader. Four goals. That's that's a whole game, really. It's a whole game in front, right? Hmm. Um, he plays Giants first up. Now, no Phil Davis. Um, Sam Taylor's about the only... Strong key defender. Yep. But you've got Harry Maguire and Charlie Kerno. Yeah. Harry Maguire's more of a stay at home than Charlie Kerno's. A little bit, probably Jeremy Cameron-like in that he's a bit more of a Yep. I've got him kicking five against the Giants. Yeah. I've got him kicking five. So Ooh, five. He averages 3.1 per game. All right. That's big. Over the season. Mm. Um, against the Crows, I've got him kicking three. All right. So, so potentially conservative there anyway. Yep. Um, Lions, I've got him only kicking three. I think he'll kick goals against the Lions. He will. He, he, will. he will 100% mm. kick yeah. goals against the Lions. Yeah. Is is um, Marcus Adams injured at the moment? Uh, well, 
yeah, I yeah, think that's right. yep. I actually think uh, Harris Andrews would have to play on Mackay. Mm. Uh, I think oh, Adams Kurnow, plays sorry. on Kurnow. Kurnow will move him around the ground a bit mm. better. Yeah, because... Yeah. Mm. But I've only got him kicking three. Against the D's, I've only got him for two. Because their defence is pretty pretty rock solid. Mm. Sam May, I don't know who he'll go to, but they've also got Jake Lever, just jumps in front all day. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, and they finish off with the pie. Harrison Petty as well. He fucking well, I think last kept time they Jezza played, to zero. Yeah, well, I think that they genuinely locked down. They will genuinely try and lock down on Kerno in that one. So, so. I, I, I've got, only got it for two. I think that's reasonable. Yep. Mm. Um, Pies, I only got to finish it with four. So I don't have him kicking bad at six. I got him five against the Giants on four, two, threes, and a two. Um, that puts him at 70 for the season. Puts him two in front. Two goals in front of Jezza. All right. And you can't deny, come the last two games of the season, like Con- yeah, Conger, for instance, of course, Mackay's, because Mackay's far further down, so he's, they're, well, his teammates in general, they're all going to try and feed it to, yeah. I guess the, the, but the biggest thing, the only thing in Cameron's favour, is he's got a team that's definitely winning games. Mm. Carlton, yeah. Carlton, Carlton have, are a team that are not, probably, that- they're possibly not going to win even yeah. every one of those games. Their run home is so, tough as well. Geelong. Like, no, no, no. Carlton. No, that's what I mean. So they've that, got the Lions the toughest... in there. They've got Collingwood in there. And they've got, Mel- and they've got they've... Melbourne in there. Yeah, so, Melbourne. Melbourne and Lions. Jeremy Cameron's Lions. got... Who oh, Jeremy Cameron oh. have? Port Dogs. Yeah. yeah, so... Far out. You might... Jeez. I don't even know. It's, it depends if you've been too concerned. I don't know who the not. best... Jezza, doesn't it? Defence is there out of those four, five... Yeah. Uh, yep. Port, but they're like, but the cats have got on top of them. I yeah. I don't know. All right. It's going down the mm. So it's a from the six top six we've dissected. It's a it's a hundred percent a two horse race, it's, mm. which are already currently the top two. Um, so mm. we may not have helped you in that regard, but yep. we are tipping. If our analysis is correct, Charlie Kerno to pip Jeremy Cameron. Yeah, so there you go. It's Stick tight, with yeah. where we're at. They're the sort of it's the sort of one you multi into uh, your rising star mm-hmm. and those sorts of things. So, well, he's paying so, dollar, dollar one, one a month now, probably. So, yeah. Well, what, what your boy's deconing, mate? He's still paying fifty. I, I still believe <laughs> that that they play different roles. I and do. That he should I do be as well. But unfortunately, right uh, I think Nick Dacos now. He's got the talk. 40, he's 37, fine. 36s, I don't think he'll be. Just shut down. So. Fucking all Australian. All right, Australian. that is it for the Coleman boys. It's time to get into our vote count for the night. So, round 18, done and dusted. Let's slip into her. Who wants to uh, kick off? No, oh, I'm not ready, mate. I'll lead us away then. All right, good. Uh, first game was the Western Bulldogs versus St. Kilda. Marcus Bontepelli was best on ground for me in this one, boys. And I probably don't have to go into too much detail, to be honest, because... He was an absolute beacon out there. Um, every time, yeah, fucking lit up, mate. Every single time the ball came near him, he, he lit up and did something special. 34 disposals, hit the scoreboard, which is what we want from mids that get Brownlow votes with two goals. Oh, mate, he's a jet. He took 11 marks, for Christ's sake. So mm. good luck stopping that. Yep. yep. I didn't think you were going to go into it, but um, <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> Um, you know, I eyed him as well, and uh, and I said to you guys just before I, I was typing this in, 
and um, who was it? Luke Hodge said the exact same fucking thing I was typing in. Everything he touches turns to gold. He's just on the wing, run past, just put his hand up. The ball's popped off his hand, bounced up straight back into his hands, and he's delivered it. And I was like, fucking hell. Everything he touches turns to gold. Start typing it. Hodgey, everything he touches turns to gold. Uh, I oh, like Hodgey to label it, cliche. Up. That bastard. Or, or you. That's what they say about good blokes. So they label cliches. I didn't, you dog. Like you said, bud, lit it up. Lit it up like a cigarette at under 16's birthday party. Why do you do that, Neville? <laughs> You're 39. He's still going. <laughs> <laughs> Could have made it legal. <laughs> All right. Um, my two vote went to St Kilda's best. I know they got done by a bit, but this bloke stood out like uh, balls on a dog, as Ty would say. Mm. Another cliche Ty runs with. Yeah, balls on a dog every second week. Um, Jack Sinclair, 36 disposals and a goal, and his second half was massive. He's not a rat either. No, get off him. No, no, I've, I've got no him. Tip rat, but he was unbelievable. Yeah, I got him for two as well. He looks like he could eat a rat, but uh, Neville? Jack Sinclair. Oh, oh. sorry, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. You didn't have him. Okay, not a bad game from Libba. Fair play, mate. Uh, my one vote... Uh, <coughs> Yeah, not eat a fuck sheep. My one... <laughs> Standard. Or is that a cliche? Or? Yeah, just... yeah, My one vote went to Bailey Smith in his return game. Um, his flowing locks were everywhere. I will uh, agree, if it was to be mentioned, that he butchered the ball a bit, Bailey Smith, on return. He was a bit rusty with his kicks, but they never really did anything that really cost them. And um, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, right. I noticed it, That's but fair. but I, it's also because I noticed how often he got the fucking ball. So I thought he had a great return game. Libba was just all the little in and under stuff was beast mode, but unfortunately, with like so many handballs in there for Libba this time round, mm. he wasn't really making the impact that I saw Bailey Smith doing yeah. getting the footy forward. Can, can I make the point, Nev? As you've said, sixty-two percent. We were talking about this, buds. That the percentage doesn't mean shit. No, because frustrates me. Bailey Dale, Bailey Dale had the worst game of his career. Was Kicked like a dog up to shit with his kicking. I thought I saw scrub kick after scrub kick from Bailey, which is very rare for Bailey Dale. He's a brilliant kick of the ball. And what was his he, he, efficiency? I don't know what it was. Fucking. Well, I'll tell you've you. Got ninety-one percent kicking efficiency. Nah, bullshit. Really? It was Bailey Dale. Off his boot, and it was dog shit. I'm sure, it was ninety-one. However, 90. what happens is when you kick it right, it can be a dirty fucking kick along the ground. But exactly. if it goes in that direction, and your teammate them, and ends up it, still possessing the footy, it's still it still classes an efficient kick, which is bull. Because I reckon I could have counted seven genuine scrub so, kicks for Bailey Dale, and I was like, the math sells me. Well, well, you, that you would have seen. He had buds. something like he had nineteen kicks, so that efficiency told me it was something like he only did two or three bad kicks for the whole entire night, so and I saw four in one quarter. So I went, that's not right, so and that's when we realise. No, no if, if your efficiency is 40, <laughs> if your efficiency is 40, it's definitely it bad. Definitely had a bad one. Because so, there's a chance that it was 30. <laughs> so, for an example, Bards, you would have seen on the weekend when I tried to pass the ball to that other guy and it come off the side of the boot. <laughs> That's 100% efficiency. <laughs> However, it was terrible. 
Oh yeah, it's my turn, you dickhead. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't said my one vote yet. Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't. No, but big, no big. you weren't. No, because you fucking you we broke in. Now listen, I'm going to tell you. I have Cal Wilkie with yeah, the one vote. He was very good. Because. That's right. He hit the criteria, boys. 16 marks. He was excellent. 14 intercept possessions and 27 disposals. Now, I'm going to move on to the Pies Crows game. Nick Dacos, three votes, 40 disposals. That's all I need to say. He's done. Yep. Yeah, perfect. Nick Dacos. And by the way, Wilkie, unlucky, but doesn't mean shit for me. Doesn't mean shit. Yes, that's Did you have Dacos? Yep. Yeah, all that Rory Laird, two votes. Rory Laird, two votes. Uh, so, oh, yeah, I'll tell you about him. 31 touches and 20 tackles, an AFL record. But you know, talking about Rory Laird, Perfect. Rory Laird, two votes. Oh, all right, so... Did you hear that? That was like Brownlow night. Ah, Laird. There's a bit of a pause there for you. So I've got Tex Walker with the, the one vote, and I did have Scott Pendlebury for his, two, oh. his 350th. But what I've done is I've gone Tex because he's gone five, had 13 touches and led for score involvement. So it's it's hard to go past. Yep. Yep. Nev, what do you got to add on to that? Well, I want to mention a bloke that was severely unlucky. I know it doesn't mean shit. But we'll uh, tell you if it does or not. It goes back to your efficiency. Well, he wasn't really unlucky. Rookie, second game, 24 disposals, 24 kicks. Young Carmichael. Did he have 24 kicks of his 24, 24 touches? Kicks, 24 what a jet. Is his name Heath Shaw? Has he got hands? 100. Bullshit. Bullshit. 25%. Oh. That's disgusting. Absolute scrub. No wonder he was unlucky and it doesn't mean shit. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, he got it because it was 350. If it wasn't, Tex would have got it, mate. Yeah. Well, also, the fact that they won the game made mm. me give True, two of my three votes to yeah. Pies players. Adelaide win the game, Tex gets it. But the 350th, yep. Kudos. Pebbles. Longbottom. Lions, Giants, mate. That's enough, Nev. That's enough. You've got into it. Yeah, I'd hate to hear you <laughs> say something. Let the sweep begin. Hugh McCluggage got my three votes. I've got huge McCluggage as well. This he was is, he was huge. That's a unanimous for the night. Good. Two my two vote. Yeah. Went to, uh, <laughs> went to uh, intercepting halfback that rebounds really well without Rich there, and it's uh, Keaton Coleman. Ooh. He's played really good. DJ. Play. Yeah, DJ Coleman. DJ Kitty. DJ Coleman. C. All right, he's not in my votes tonight. Me either. Reese the Beast Matheson in his call-up game got the, the two Barometer. votes for me. Um, yeah, bloody big game from him. I'm pretty sure in the clearances he dominated, didn't he? Yep, 10. He did. So mm. 10 clearances, five intercept possessions in there as well. But, uh, mate, he was, he, was, yeah, he was massive. I went with the karate kid, Toby Green. Uh, <laughs> four goals... And six inside 50s, which led the ground. That led the ground was six inside 50s. That's pretty wax pathetic. Oh, wax off. However, uh, yeah, he just kept him in it. Best player, I think, for the Giants and uh, worthy of the two. Fair, mate. Um, my one vote, mate, Reese the Beast Matheson. Gave the line something they haven't had in the last three weeks that they've been missing. 
Uh, bit of grunt. Grunt when Neil gets shut out of the game. He's a new That's Robbo. Right. Mate, With Zorko out, we miss it a lot. Because Zork can still win the hardball. I, I was watching this and I'm just like, over the last few weeks, I'm like, we're very one dimensional in midfield, the Lions. It's mm. Lions, McCluggage, and you're very similar players. Very clean, and that five metres out run, that one metre under. 100%. Yeah. So, okay. mm. Righto. Um, my one vote went to Harry Himmelberg. I actually thought he was the best from the Giants team. Yep. Um, unfortunate, unfortunate for your mate Toby Green there. Mm. But um, I thought Harry was better. That's simple that's as that. That's it. Eight marks. Well, he got, a, he got a goal too. He's a bit of a swing man. But 29 disposals, mate. That's huge. That's what he wants. For a boat that's two metres tall, 29 disposals is pretty Can't noticeable. Can't miss him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sit down, dude. Wouldn't that be a pain in the ass? Imagine being 199. Couldn't even call yourself 200. Fuck well, that. Three. <laughs> You're 173 around, cunt. Oh, oh excuse me. Wait, <laughs> oh, whoa, we beat that. I didn't say. <laughs> Who was your one vote, Ty? Who was your one it vote? Went <laughs> it always gets the personal. The beast. It always the gets beast. personal at the bar. <laughs> Matheson. <laughs> Reese the Beast. Obviously, we've spoken about it. He had seven free kicks. <laughs> he got seven free kicks, boys. He's getting oh, in the umpire's eye and he gets a vote. One oh, vote. Oh, goodness me. Who's going? Must be that. mine, is it's it? Yours. It's yours. Restore the buddy. I don't know what I'm saying. I lost my way. <laughs> Ruse Tigers. Oh, North. Go on, North. How good are they? Joy Simpkin. Got... My three votes in this game. It was just his uh, body of work and the fact that he hit the scoreboard as a midfielder. 34 disposals and he kicked a goal. Well done, Jai Simpkin. Led the boys with clearances as well. He was good, but and Cam... And more involvement. So there wasn't much he didn't lead, actually, in this game. Cam the Ram Zerha. Cam the Ram Zerha. Cam the Ram. Six goals. <laughs> mate, he's a Ram. I'll, I'll get around. He that. will Ram through anything, mate. He'd put himself through that... Wall behind us there, Ned. You're getting me worked up, you dog, and yeah, I don't mate, like it. Keep the Six goals. <laughs> and uh, and he's best on. Yeah, but six of them went through the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Never got your he's three. a ram, mate. Jog on. <laughs> All right. My, uh, <laughs> my two votes went to Cam the Ram. <laughs> yeah, mine went to uh, Joy Simpkin. Simpkin. I was trying to think of something wrong with Jai. I didn't want to say my own name. <laughs> my one vote went to who I thought was Richmond's best. Uh, it was obviously a very close game still. Only four points wow. in it. And I went with Jaden Short. 24 oh. disposals, but he hit the scoreboard there. So I went with uh, him. I thought he was just marginally better than, um, say, Cumberland, who mm. is a A and O and aimer. And B, he missed as many as he kicked. So. Yeah, I had Short as well. I had Short as well, Buds. He was... It was good. It was just short of the top two. Inside 57 times. Uh, and that's, I think, is a key, really. If you're getting it in there, people see you do that. Of course you do. Yeah. Um, he was just short of my top three, boys. Oh, classic. LDU. Yeah, work hard, isn't he? Um, that guy, since the buys, has been... Putting together a massive back half. <clears throat> He's on fire. He, he's going to be a scary player. Mm. Cool, man. 
All right, Cats Blues, boys. I've got uh, Joel Selwood with the three votes. And I've, I've stitches up here, and I've, I've set myself up to get the Cats. I oh, know, and that's why I said, nah, shove it up your ring, mate. So, the Cats, uh, Joel Selwood, uh, champion game, 25 touches, just in and under all day. Didn't shrug once, uh, but got uh, a couple of frees. So, good, good bloke. Has he not won that yet? So we've got my three votes to cut you off, Nev. Uh, <laughs> ten score involvements too, so massive. Did Did you hear they mentioned a stat that Hawkins and Selwood t- combined... Feel free to cut him off now. 350, <laughs> 356 games or something they played together and they've um, finished in the top uh, in the top eight 300 and something times. Like Com- weeks... Completely worthless stat. Sorry, weeks of the year. Next. Yeah. How good's that? That's fucking good. Uh, anyway, two, two goes to Walsh. Mate, that's an unreal stat. Fifty times, fifty weeks they haven't Walsh finished in the any top stats eight. So he just walked around. Yeah, he walked around with his own fucking footy. I'm surprised <laughs> that we won the game and dominated how we did. However, Walsh, Walsh had yeah, the footy thirty odd times and got it wherever he wanted. He was the only guy there. I didn't see Cripps at all. Fair enough. He's their number one dude now. Oh, did you give it to him? Yeah. Why? Because exactly you said everything I could have said. Yep. Yeah, and Sam Walsh also got my two votes. Next time he wants the ball wherever he wants it, tell him to put it between the big sticks as well and he'll get three votes. He wouldn't have got three. All right, did you give Selwood your three? Yes. We're on a sweep. Walsh two. Yes, we are. We were. Yeah, I've got... We are. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I got Jezza Cameron just ahead of Brad Close, who was... Unbloody real, yeah. If you watch the game, you would have seen this guy, Nev. And danger in the last wasn't. last half, second half, he was outstanding. But Jezza, uh, just 18 touches, I think, again, uh, just gets the footy where he wants it and uh, hits the scoreboard. <laughs> we'll get the a few where goals, they want it. <laughs> kicks, kicks a ripper snap. That's uh, it was a great goal from the band. I don't know why it's in the context of goal of the year, but uh, it was a ripper goal. All right, when they needed it. Uh, if yeah. you if you watch it though, Brad Price uh, was unreal. Hey, Jeremy Cameron, one <laughs> vote, and that is a genuine. That's a sweep. Sweep. No, it's been a tough year on sweeps for the vote. So, yeah, yeah. well, Nev right. smokes as much as he does. You're up, Nev. Tough. Uh, <laughs> This bloke topped everything. Um, clearances, topped it. Score involvements, 11, topped it. Intercept possessions, he was only one below Brennan. Didn't quite top it. But Meters. Um, yep. Disposals, topped it. Kicks, topped it. Um, Chad Warner, easily three votes. Definitely. He is in the mould of Clayton Oliver. 100%. 100%. And if you like him for team leader, don't denote him. He's still at about six bucks there for Sydney, and he's only I'd a be few getting, behind for me. I'd be getting on him quiet. now. I'd be putting it this way. I'd be top, tossing him in a couple of value multis. Have you seen the Swans 
I'm not worried. Well, he's only got to beat his own teammates, mate. Doesn't matter who they play. <laughs> that's true. Mm. Yep, that's all right. Mate, if you don't have anything to say about it, mate, that's fine. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Yep, I went the other way. I thought Errol Goulden was marginally better than uh, Cal Mills. So, 23 disposals, but he got two goals in there, Goulden. So, I just liked his game a little bit better. Mm. I've gone with Mills too, Nev. Uh, great game. Nine tackles, nine marks. Two votes. Did you say two votes? See, look at that. And Cal Mills got my one vote. Yeah, I had Goulden for one as well. All right, so a little dusty. He did. A little dustpan there, boys. That's he all did. Right. Dirty dog. All right, uh, next game, I'll take it on. Hawks-Eagles, mate. Where are we? Hawks-Eagles. Now, this may come as, as a surprise mm. to Neville. It but would. I don't think it'll come as a surprise to Ty. Yes. If he has not hit the criteria, I will eat my own ass. Okay, well, you can I keep your ass safe. Because <laughs> he did hit the criteria. Tom, Tom Barras was best on ground in this one, despite being in the losing team, which is also rare. Uh Dude, the bloke was a beast. 30 disposals for a key defender, but 18 marks to go with it. Wow, that is some game. And, like, 11 intercept possessions, bravery, you name it. Like, the bloke went out and got the fucking purple heart in this one. And he's got a dirty mop on his fucking top of his head. I didn't give him the three votes, but I I can pick up what you're putting down. I've given him two bars. I'll tell you that right now so you can skip me next round. But I've given the three to Luke. Bruce, six goals, two behinds, just carved it up. Uh, he He's a great player, yeah. knows how to find the footy, and he can kick him from anywhere. He's very, very he's accurate. Unbelievable finisher. Yeah. He is, yeah. He's in your votes. Oh, that, that would have been embarrassing. Yeah, yeah I understand. I, 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 remember, no, I remember the exact I game. No, I remember the game. Not not that many disposals. He got 30 disposals. He's <laughs> third best on ground. And 18 fucking marks, Neville. But... Oh, yeah, fair play, fair play. I do know what you mean. Defenders are defenders, aren't they? They are, mate. They're Take that to heart. Um, all right. Josh, Josh, Ward, Josh Ward got my two votes. Yeah, I had Barris. I spoke about that. Never. Rookies also don't get votes, mate, and you've given Josh three, so... Hmm. Is that his 50, first game 50. back as well, for a while? I think it was. Yeah. Back for inclusion again, yeah. And Luke Bruce got my one. And I had uh, Tom Mitchell with the one. I was tossing up between him and Ward, and, and Ward obviously being a no-name little young dude. Uh, I've gone with Titch. Proven getter, similar results. Um, yep. A bit less hair. All reasonable. Yep. Yeah, good. All right, we'll jog through these D- last two pretty D's quick, ports boys. here, boys. Now, uh, Pickett's got the three votes there. Six goals, dominated. Electric. Yep, he got my three as well. We'll settle for six goals. Now, two votes go to Christian Petraka. 30 touches, 17 Contested possessions, which led the ground. Uh, he was just a jet in there. Without his mate. Okay, fair. 
Good bloke. If winding down is 29 touches yeah. and two goals, I thought far he'd be out. for the middle se- session of the season. All right. I uh, also had Travis Boak for two votes. Oh. So he's, yeah, 29 disposals. But the two goals did it, especially when that that last goal he kicked was an absolute jaffer. And it was when they were on the run, they were hunting. It was due to him lifting with Rosie. Rosie was the unlucky guy for me this week. He was unlucky. I tell you what, someone killed a fucking animal down here behind Bards' ass, and it might stinks have, back here at the bar. Might have snuck out. However... <laughs> My votes go to Travis Boak. <laughs> you guys have said it all. Here's, here's a gun. Alright, I don't know who got my one. Hang on, mate. Petraka got my one. <laughs> <laughs> Bombers Saints. Uh, Sons. Let's go, Nev. Uh, Zach Merritt, three votes. Beautiful Zach Merritt, three votes. I also have him. Yep. He's good. Yeah, we're finished. He did hit the criteria. That's why he's got mine as well. 26 of them were kicks, so two for me as well. Yeah. We are on a sweep again here. This will set a cat amongst the pigeons. The leading clearance getter for the competition thus far. Dylan Shield, one vote. What? Is he leading clearances for the competition? The My boy Shield! And he was a dead set. He's a beast. He's back. Someone who's fucking done the stats has made a mistake. He's back. 100%, For sure. He's back. And he's not in my votes. He's uh, not in mine either. My one vote went to Stringer. I just thought at the end of the day, he's a big part of their win. 16 disposable and you're kicking 16 disposals and you're kicking four goals with it. Pretty big role you played. Sweet between us, buds. I got Stringer as well. Common sense. You got cold little baby hands, don't you? Yeah, they're freezing tonight. It's colder than a witch's tit out here. And that's cold. Right. And that, my you never friends, touch a witch's tit. is the votes for the round. So, um, yeah, good stuff, boys. Now, we're not going to get into too much detail on exactly who's located where on our vote count, but what we are going to get into is how many players are already past our magic numbers. Um, magic number. The magic number being 15 votes in our tallies. For top 20. Generally lands you top 20, like fixed position. And over 22 votes, I believe it is, uh, generally lands you top 10 in the vote count come season's end. So... 22 for top 10? I believe it's 22. Yep. Yeah, we, we come to there last year. So, yep. so, boys, how many in your own individual tallies, how many players are currently in your top 10, meaning they are, we're locking them because they are over 22 votes? Over 22. I've got three votes. That's all? Yep. Um, Typical, typical Saturday night. Two on twenty-two, one to Na- name those three. I guess we may as well, but we're probably already clear on them. Yep. Clayton. What? Whoa. So, so honestly, if from from your perspective, you will lock Jeremy Cameron in a bet because. Are you telling me Jeremy Cameron's in front of Clayton Oliver? This is unreal. Um, he mustn't be far out for me either. I'll tell you that Jeremy Cameron is in front of Clayton Oliver. Far out, Brussels Sprout. You're off your <laughs> fucking head. 
Yep, fair enough. No, really, fair enough. All right, no, so... That's good, each to their own. My top 10 um, that, are, that are locked in because they're, they're over this 22 vote mark, I have got uh, three blokes also. Mine are Oliver, Neil, and Brayshaw, so probably pretty self-explanatory yep. there. I have four. Uh, yeah, four already. Same as you, Bards, plus Patrick Cripps. Oh, he's over the 22 for He you. is, yeah, he is. All right. Cripper, Neil, awesome. Oliver, Brayshaw. Interesting for people out there too that might think Walsh was getting close to Cripper in the team. And he is votes, too. You know? Well, he is, but he's still, hmm. what, at least the best on behind probably? Yeah, four. So, all right. All right. Um, so, top 20, boys. How many blokes are already over the 15 mark for you? Right, well, I've got... Obviously, you've got your three that you've mentioned. So, I've got another seven. Okay, so 10 in total. They are. Yep. So they're one vote away from top ten locks for me. Yep. But those three but those three are all those locked in your twenty. Um Christian Petrack in nineteen, Miller Parrish on sixteen, and I've got Cal Mills finishing the top ten. Currently on fifteen votes. Awesome. That is my current top ten. Righto, yep, cool. Excellent, mate. Uh now I have six currently in my top twenty that are locked. Obviously the first three have already been mentioned. Uh but my yeah, only th- only three extras. Yeah, I am, aren't I? And one of them's one of them is Paddy Cripps. Paddy Cripps. One of them's uh, Christian Petraka. And the other is Jeremy Cameron, loaded Ooh. in the top twenty. So clearly, he's for me, he's not far off that top ten either. And I'll probably have a plunge there too. I've I've got him on eighteen. So he's still four votes off the top ten, like locking the top ten. But obviously, he's in my top ten. So if we happen to be down a little bit on the magic number this year, he's hard to move, isn't he? So. Mm. Yeah, um, but granted, I've got four like four blokes behind there on fourteen votes, so urging on the top twenty, like yep. for lock. They're obviously in my twenty, but they're not locked in there yet. So, yep. Uh, all right, uh, fellas, I got eight in my top ten at the moment. Uh, so minus my first three, I've got eight altogether. Well, with five. with sorry, with them, I've got eight altogether. Yeah, so five more. Uh, I've got uh, Sam Walsh, Darcy Parish, Christian Petraka, and Tuke Miller. In okay. that so uh, Luke's top, in your top ten, twenty. Yep. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's locked. He's locked in. He's he's there. Yep. So done, dusted. Well, we've but so we've both got Jeremy Cameron. Um, Ty has. Two, he, he's two votes out of the top twenty. Ty has two. Took Miller locked in the twenty. So you do as well. I don't have him there yet. Um, and we all have Petraka. Yes, we do. So yeah, it is really just one of us is missing Took and one of us is missing Jeremy Cameron. Yep. So, uh, out, uh, out of the three of us, so. just really quickly, I'll let you know what the bar's at. Yep. Uh, so, the bar has Brayshaw, Oliver, Neil, and Cripps locked in for the top uh, 10. Okay. Yep. Uh, all 22 or over. Um, and then for the top 20, we start down here. Darcy Parrish. Well, Parrish is there as a bar. Has Come just on. got 15 for the bar. All right. Is he in yours? I've got him at 16. Okay, so he okay. was the outlier for you. Yep. Okay, uh, Sam Walsh, 17, Miller also there on 17, Jeremy Cameron with 18, um, and then we've got Petraka, um, who we didn't mention. Yeah. Wow, so there you go, so there's, top 20 only comes down to 9 for us, so there's 11 other blokes there that are still going to make top 20, so mm. these guys saying they're already locked for us top 20, like we're pretty confident of it, they're not going anywhere, mm. one more vote from them, very much substantial, substantiated in there, so... Tell the 
I don't know what we're going to do. If, I think we've got to drop a few who, more. F-bombs. I think we have to tell them who we think's actually going to guarantee win it before they release markets, because obviously they base it on what we say. It's a frustrating wait. I'll tell you now, boys. I had a look at Essendon's um, Don't team, sell leader, me like team that, leader the <laughs> other day. Team leader after the weekend. Because Parrish is out four weeks. We know he's out. Mm. Merritt's now played on the weekend. He's got a three vote. Comes in this week. They still haven't given Essendon them. market alone is still not released. Like, they're going to wait. They're going to wait until Parrish, what, is back from his injury mm. to know just how many votes Merritt accumulated in that time before they release that. Mm. Have a fucking go. Um... Yeah, we've had a gut fall out. Yeah, we have. Like, and and that's why we're starting absolutely. to win our best Betting bets. Betting agencies used to we've release had things knowing that there was a chance of a loss in there somewhere Yeah. in order for them to have people get on, gain a couple of bucks out of it for value, but the amount of bets that got on by far heavily outweighed the amount of returns they were going to have to mm. pay out. Right now, betting agencies don't want to lose at all forever. Well, they're, they're going to lose because so. we're going to just keep winning the best bet now just to fucking show <laughs> these pricks... All right. Yeah. We're Good never going to give never one again. <laughs> Good segue, <laughs> mate. We're not far off that, but first of all, we've got under the pump. So, let's get into that. Uh, now, who's got the questions tonight? Tybo, Nev? Who's rolling? You are uh, Longbottom does. Oh, you do? Yeah. Uh, you boys were a bit pre-exposed. I had to work a fair bit over the last few days, so I collated these. Um, Nev doesn't have a job. That's good. It means Nev goes last. We'll give you two and a half seconds Perfect. to answer. Yeah. Okay. I've got the time here, Nev. Okay, you've got the time, beauty. This one comes from Trey. Um, should the AFL grant the Kangaroos a priority pick as they have now approached them? No. There you go. There's been so many other clubs that have been in this position for just as long or worse. I don't even believe half of the sides lost on their own appeal. They've lost because of their own genuine picks in the past due to having a poor list manager. Yeah. They don't deserve it. They don't deserve it. It's uh, absolute rubbish that they'd even talk about it. They're, they're a fully-fledged team. They should just go off down to Tasmania, uh, build themselves up down there, and uh, just... That's oh. enough, Ty! Damn. There you go. Nah, fuck Nev. Next. We did that on purpose. Sorry, Nev. We won't do it again. No, we won't do it again. Should they get a priority pick, Nev? Yes or no from you? You think they should? Okay. No, that's enough. That's enough, Neville. Don't ask for an explanation. You got one. I didn't think you were going to give one. Oh, he's done the right thing here. And then you went off on your fucking... Well, no, I thought I should say that. That's enough, Neville. They stuffed themselves, mate. Nah, other teams have been given it and they've been in better positions than them, so... Neville, that's enough, you dog. Ask the question. That's enough, Nev. He's going to go nuclear on tie. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm waiting for the the day. (laughs) Just ask the question. You're in a a shallow grave. So long as Berry is out, Matheson should be there, yes. Yeah, Matheson, you can't lose your spot after a game like that. Just dominated through there and showed that real grunt that they need. I didn't think about Berry cards, but it's perfect. Berry, he's okay if he's not that. Oh, he can tackle. Yeah, but Matheson just goes. Mm. Well, I think they're very similar question, players. If Berry comes back in, is that, was that when he deserves to go? Or you just keep him, you keep Berry out of the side? If Matheson keeps playing well, 
Oh, fuck, I've heard it all. What have you heard? <laughs> That's enough, buds. I fall for your tricks, mate. <laughs> Yeah, well, as far as I was concerned, if you ducked, you took away your opportunity to probably get a high free anyway. I didn't think they changed fucking much at all. So, mm. yeah. yeah, I'm fine with it. I don't think they've changed Shouldn't very much at all. Definitely not. They're just They're... trying to highlight it so that these players stop doing it in general. Mm. Yeah. Yep. It'll, it'll take a lot for the umpires to get that in their heads, though, to say, oh, that's a duck, or that's he's just gone down and picked the ball up. Because there's a difference between picking the footy up off the 100%. ground and ducking your head down. Once you've if already got it, duck is while you're down. picking the ball up, it is not a duck. Yeah. That's right. There's still going to be that grey area, but... Yeah. Um, last question. The Storks, after the last few weeks of Dathos being in AA contention, so All-Australian, not necessarily to make the All-Australian team, but possibly to make the squad. So I think it's a squad of 40, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is. Depends, 40 players. Depends how many of them are made up of defenders, I guess. Yes, but. yes or no. Uh, he'd probably be in my squad. He's silky and he's clean off half back, but there's no way he's in my All Australian team defence. So I could name mm. six right now that just dominate him. So yeah, even I, off that half back flank again. Yeah, I could name six that would just shit all over him. He's for played a great year for a first year player. He's played really, really well, and the hype's there, obviously because of the name and the story of being a rising star contender. Um, but he's not in that contention just yet. You put him in the squad. Which means he's five. Yeah, I probably think he's in the squad too. But mm. um, yeah. I don't know. But he's but he it's surely we're past thirty seconds here. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, yeah, he's bot- probably another. Timed out. He's probably another. That's enough, buds. <laughs> he'll be another four years off making the team then, anyway, because next year he'll be in the midfield. So good luck. That's enough. <laughs> okay. That is enough. Yes. Bar's best bet. Let's get into that, boys, because we're running short of time tonight. We've gone a little bit longer than we normally do, even though of late we've gone longer than we normally do. So let's wrap her up pretty quickly here. Last week's best bet was you, Tybo. And uh, is there a little sound effect there, or are we MIA tonight with the sound effect? (laughs) Yeah, there it is, boys. We've done it, and you know what it was? Uh, It was a, a ripper. Friday night special, I like to call it. You know, You've been good on the Friday I just nights, love you? a Friday night because it gets your weekend off to a, a ripper. Yeah, Nev, you can't talk in this segment. Now, <laughs> <laughs> it was a four-legger. So we had Bailey Smith to get 25, he hit 29. Bailey Dale to get 25, he hit 30. Jack Steele to hit 25, he just scraped 26. And Jade Gresham to hit 20, 20 just 20. He hit 24. But his first fucking quarter, he had one disposal, and I was very angry at him. He he was playing as a forward. What happened with Bart when he went in the midfield? Clearance after clearance. Bang, bang, yeah. bang, bang. Double one twos. They start coming back one, as well. You love a one two when you're after disposals. Oh, for fuck's sake. Anything better than a one two? Just keep him in there. <laughs> Junk pill. Anyway, he killed it. Three dollars seventy. Um, that was paying. We got up again. Another yes. win for the boys. That's, so that's three, uh, out three out of four. four. So We're on. Should we mention where that fourth one? No, no. Nah, we already told the people. The they line. know. <laughs> they know. Okay, so going into this week, my turn. Take the reins again. <laughs> oh, that's guys more of a motorbike there. If anyone's watching at home, but <laughs> it wasn't a horse. The podcast, you won't know. Um, 
Boys, we're going to the Swans game this weekend. Uh, back in a bloke that's in red hot form, Chad Warner. We're taking him for 25 plus. Yeah, good. And then we're just coming down a peg in disposals for each of these players. Jake Lloyd returned to form. He's having one down game probably every five weeks. Hopefully this isn't it. Mm. He's going to get 20 disposals, Jake Lloyd. Is that consistent it? now. Wow. Uh, Tom Papley. I know, bit out of sorts. Bit out of sorts, this one. The uh, tip rat himself. 15 disposals. He's getting midfield minutes at the moment. He's averaging... Who are they playing? He's averaging between 7 to 10 centre bounce attendances uh, since the buy rounds. So, Tom Papley to get 15. Jake Lloyd to get 20. Chad Warner to get 25. And we want Isaac Heaney, the little blondie, to uh, bob up on his surfboard and kick a goal any time. Just and one? Just one? Not even two? No, just one. Oh. And that's going to get us $3.80, boys. That's a ripper. So uh, it's just a Sydney train. You don't have to worry about the other fucking team. Mm. Don't even cheer for them. Just yeah. Sydney, Sydney, Sydney. This is a King's Sydney. Cross, is it? <laughs> the King's Cross station in Sydney? All right. Let's call this, this the King's Cross. Yeah, the King's Cross. All right. So, Good. Yeah, well, I had someone. That's a ripper. <laughs> All right. That is it. So get on board with that. $3.80 and uh, hopefully we get another one. Um, boys, that's it for the night. The beer rating. Brick Lane. One Love Pale Ale. Oh, yeah. It's a 4.4%. What did we think? Give it a rating. I'm giving it a 5.5 out of 10. Didn't really rate it. Land, like a brick. All right. Suits the name. All right, what did you give it? Sorry, 5.5. So you said? Ty? Well, it's called Brick Lane One Love. I give it fucking no love because that was shit, Brick Lane. Four. All right. Not happy with it. I don't think it was horrendous, but I've definitely had a lot better. Um, and I've got no taste, taste buds, so I've been a little bit crook, but I'll, I'd give it a, I'll give it a five, flat five. Mm. Uh, not one of the worst. worst. Certainly not the best. Jinx. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Brick Lane, struggling on that one, but we'll try you again later in the year with something else, no doubt. Boys, till next week, that is it for the bar. Make sure you tune in again next week. More to come. I'm sure these markets, oh, we've only been saying them two months, are just around the corner. But give us any feedback on Spotify, any other platform you're listening to us on. Um, jump on our Facebook page, have a look. Jump on the posts too. We'll have their best bets up every single week. And um, yeah, that's it, boys. Until next week. See you later. Au revoir. See you then. Ciao, man. <laughs>